0: Love, talk
1: Radio. Welcome to the Step Devil Rose Show. We get news, interviews, hot topics, music from around the world, and more. Now here's your host, Step On
2: Devereaux.
1: Ah, ah, ah. Show, Angry Kids, twenty four seven radio. What's up, my people? <sighs> Oh interesting week! interesting week it happened. It happened. everybody is very happy it happened. uh
2: we'll get into that.
1: <laughs> it's just beautiful the way this game is. I love the game. I love the wrestling business because uh the fans are incredible. I gotta give the fans credit, you know um, I gotta give these fans credit. It's beautiful to see wrestling fans happy. Um, I mean, honestly and truthfully, it's beautiful to see people happy, especially after what we went through, um, you know, a year and a half ago, past year and a half,
2: still going through
1: it. But um, it's very, 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 very cool to see wrestling fans happy. So what's up, my people? Anything new? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, yes, the man is back. The man is back in the building. The man is back in the business. Professional wrestling. The man is CM Punk. Let's clap, people. CM Punk is back. The man has decided to finally take a check take a bag, take some luggage from uh, one of these promoters, Tiny Con, uh, Ring of Honor, Impact. I, I honestly found if he did come back, it would be like Ring of Honor or or um, or um, an Impact. I thought it would be something smaller, you know. I mean, good. I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to get it. I'm not trying to be a hater, dude. I swear I'm not. I'm not trying to be a hater. (laughs) I'm not. I'm looking at it from, you know, uh, when I thought he wanted to do what he was out there saying he wanted to do. I'm just saying. He said he didn't want to be a part of garbage television. Dude, I'm just saying. I'm not saying AEW is garbage. I'm just saying. You know, this is what he was saying. And quite frankly, both products, the top two companies, to me, Trash products. Trash. I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to be mean. I swear, I'm not. I'm not. They give you moments. You know when these moments are supposed to happen. It's like um, a cliffhanger for one of my favorite shows, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. Damn them cliffhangers. Chicago, Man, Chicago fire The cliffhanger, man See, I'm, I'm expecting those moments Just like I'm expecting the moment of CM Punk returning to Chicago Or wrestling in Chicago uh, For a show AEW show called Rampage Because everybody knew See I get it they were trying to make, you know, they were trying to collect some money, a bunch of a bunch of luggage because of CM Punk, you know, in Chicago. People were going to come anyway, Pete. You know that they were coming anyway. Those people were coming to Chicago anyway. CM Punk, no CM Punk, they were coming. Why? Because they want. Hey, this is they're passionate for AEW right now. Very passionate. And I respect that as a wrestling fan myself
2: sometimes. (laughs)
1: Sometimes. I respect that. But let's just be real, man. We knew he was coming. This is a moment. I mean, we kind of had a feeling Becky Lynch was going to be at SummerSlam last night. Kind of had a feeling that uh, Brock Lesnar or someone else was going to return. He had a feeling. Because we're we're conditioned for these moments now. We don't have the moments of surprise. I mean, because when they try to do the surprise, I mean, come on, man. But I think you can still do it. You don't have to announce when such and such, especially a big name star. And I get it. What they were doing for CM Punk. But let's just be real. Can you imagine if that News had not come out. CM Punk is just out there, you know, in the world, boom, 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 just doing his thing. He shows up in Chicago. Now, when I seen that dude crying, bro, I think I might have cried when I seen that. Like, oh, damn, they really did that? Same thing with, you know, it's going to happen with Daniel Bryan. I'm hoping these guys don't leak Bray Wyatt. I really hope that they don't do that. Dave Meltzer, you're the man. I mean, you've got the power here, my brother. You know, you've got Tony Khan's here. Let's just be real. It would have been a lot better. So, those moments, that's what we're conditioned to. And now you better, when you know that moment's going to happen, you better live up to it. Because Tiny Khan has failed a few times, you know, trying to produce these type of moments already. I mean, this is he he he's failed. It's no knock. I think still the problem that we have in this business, that's one you know, with these top companies, is their storytelling. Now, don't don't get me wrong. When we watched with John Cena and Roman Reigns, and we'll watch him with Roman Reigns, just the overall story, you know, of the head of the table and what he has to do to keep that. That's great storytelling. People won't admit that because, you know, they don't like the WWE, but that's great storytelling. Now, people can say, well, you know, you're hard on AEW. I'm not hard on AEW because of what they're trying to do. They're trying to really they're popping the fans. I love that, but what happens when you can't pop them on 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 moments that you you're not living up to because there's only going to be a couple more guys like this that you can bring in so you can live up have this type of moment. you're not getting the rock you're not getting Brock Lesnar. We'll talk about him later but so aew has to do now is they have to figure out a way. To create storylines, long-term storylines, or at least character-building storylines. Because the Roman Reigns character, that like I said, no matter who he's facing, it's still the same story of him trying to prove and show that he's the most dominant force in all of professional wrestling. Not just within his family, but in the business as well. That's what AEW needs. Back to CM Punk. And I'll be honest with you. I will be flat out honest with you. I was really entertained. <laughs> There's a couple of things I was, you know, I'm saying about this promo that I had issue with. Now, break this down real quick. First and foremost, I didn't mind a long entrance. That was incredible. Man, if anybody knows what it feels like to be away from this business for a while and be able to come out through that curtain and hear those fans either boo you or cheer you, I'm telling you people, it's an incredible feeling. You know, when I come out, you know, before when they used to boo me, I'm a nice guy now. You know, people are starting to respect me. I am thank you. I thank you, fans. Thank you. We'll talk about that later, but it's an incredible feeling, man. Nice to come out. The fans will call me Urkel. The whole building with Yell Urkel. Sad, huh? Really, it was horrible. But you know what it did for me? It gave me the confidence. Now I can take him and tell, you know, where I want to go and tell the story I want to tell with the guy I'm with. We're going to whoop that dude's ass. <laughs> just no other story. because I mean, that's what we did. So what we did. Anyway. Shout out to my man Bulldozer, aka Beastman. Anyway. Um, big Neil. Okay, let me shut up and stop shouting out the guys I've managed. Uh, but CM Punk, the entrance was incredible. And watching him cry, you know, he got emotional. He should have. The promo was damn, man. It was real. You know, um, the only problem I really had was what he said about him leaving wrestling in 2005 and coming back, you know, that night. Bruh. Bruh. See, you can't, how you leave a business, okay, then go on to something and become a millionaire, a millionaire. To give you a platform to set up your life, the rest of your life, bro. You're set for the rest of your life. They set it up for you. They helped you set it up. You guys, I know you work in this partnership, but it was their platform. It was their platform. They set you up to get checks, bro. And now you're getting that, that luggage from Tiny Econ. They set that up. It was their platform. And I'm not saying you didn't put no work in. You did. You put a lot of work in. But let's just be real, bro. can't say that, man. Because if you left wrestling to go to movies, different story. But no, dude, you still wrestled in the WWE. Your body tells you that. You know that. not hearing it. You wrestled in Ohio Valley. I'm not hearing it. That was like one of the biggest issues I had. I mean, because, I, dude, I, y'all don't understand. I love this dude. Punk's a cool ass bro. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, nice to go to the IWC shows. When I was doing my TV show uh, Countdown back in the day, um, Pro Wrestling Countdown, Devereux Committee presents Pro Wrestling Countdown. Pretty cool concept. I should put those shows back on YouTube, honestly. But um, this guy was one of the nicest guys in that locker room, man. So respect. I mean, he did like at least four or five bumpers for me. A little they're like little promos. Hey, this is CM Punk, and you're watching Pro Wrestling Countdown. He did a bunch. I love that dude. Like, he showed nothing but love. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm happy that he is able to collect, get this luggage. Because <laughs> he getting <didn't> paid. <laughs> you know how he paid him. You know how, how he paid him. Made this man come off his couch because he could have just went back to Vince. No, nah, dude. Now, I just hope they don't ruin this man's legacy. Because it can happen. You come back and... Uh... Sting Punk, man. The promos still there, but eh, the matches we'll see. I'm not happy about him going against Darby Allen as his first, you know, in his first match here, September 5th. I'm not, I'm not too happy about that reason. Come on, man, this is a goddamn baby face, baby face match. What Sting going to turn heel, or I mean, get Darby to turn heel or something? Come on, man, it ain't happening. So I'm not feeling that. Like, they could have waited, you know, down and got that down the line. But I wanted him to come in here with a guy like MJF. Like, seriously. He comes in here instantly. MJF just beat Chris Jericho. He's filling himself. Now he's going to... Mike for Mike with CM Punk, that's the hot feud you want instantly. You don't want him against Omega yet. You don't... You want him against MJF. And I... I you know, I, I think Punk will put MJF over, too. I really do. He did that. Ooh. Talk about getting the guy over because those new fans who haven't watched AEW yet, and who are watching because of CM Punk, they see a guy like MJF who can talk with a microphone, looks great. Yeah, he's a little short, but the dude looks great. He looks great. So you know what that means? Money. Money. <laughs> so that was the biggest mistake I think. I let it. I won't call it the biggest mistake. We'll see. It's little. You might be able to tweak it somewhere. I mean, face versus face, first match, first match in Where's the heat? They need. I mean, I need some heat with Punk right now. I, I mean, seriously. Unless he turns heel, he should have been. Bar- if he was going to turn heel, I could have seen it. It should have happened in Chicago. Oh my goodness, Barry that company from day one. Turn heel day one, but no, you know. So we'll see what happens. CM Punk is back, and um, hmm, you're listening to the Stuff on Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. I'm going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about another man who's returned, another legend, Hmm, my man. Angry Kids 24-7 Radio, Stuff on Show. How to Text a Guy to Keep Them Interested?
2: Hmm, it's
1: a question many women ask daily. Well, Amy North believes she has found the answer with How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. Com for more information. Amy says she has the answer, so find out there at How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. Com.
2: You're
1: listening to Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Steph on the show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. We're back. We are back, and guess who else is back? Ah! Uh, now look I'll be honest
2: now, was,
1: we were driving home last night after a show and um, I'll talk about that later of course because yeah, I want to feel good I want to feel good when I do that but uh, we was riding back from the show and um, my son was watching SummerSlam in the backseat and uh, he said Brock's back I said are you serious Now here's the deal, though. I'm gonna tell you this. I swear. Here's the deal. Now earlier in the day, Conrad Thompson, you know, uh, love Conrad. Shout out to those guys, the Afri family. Um, But um, he's he posted something on Twitter, and it was like it was early. It was in the morning, and he said it was something about tonight. Okay, this was yesterday morning, and um, I'm like. Wait a minute. Now I know Conrad knows people. <laughs> Conrad knows some people, and when I seen that, I said, "Uh oh, something's coming. Someone's coming back." And um, I thought it hey, okay. Becky Lynch, I knew she was coming back. Um, I figured it was going to happen, and uh, people were mad about that match too. But any, anyway, fans. Um, but I knew she was coming back. But when he said that, I said, "Oh, Brock. It got to be Brock." Because that's the only guy that I believe besides you know the rock himself the rock the rock uh but Brock is the only guy I mean the rock is the only guy that uh you know will make some noise besides Brock so I knew the I knew rocky wasn't coming back he's not coming back anytime soon um from I think he's still doing a movie right now, but so he's not coming back anytime soon, but Brock Lesnar, okay, I'll take him as a baby face. Oh, oh, I'll take him. I like Brock as a baby face because he's just more, you know, when he's, especially when he's without pain. I mean, Heyman, of course, uh, I don't think he's ever been a baby face with Heyman, but anyway, I like Brock as a baby face. Brock, he just has that quality you know, that a kid wants to pay, beg your parents to take him to the show to see and that's what I love about Brock as a babyface, now as a heel he has more adult fans who want to see him kick somebody's ass, like yeah, I just want to see Brock beat this dude down (laughs) like, that's just how I am I want to see Brock beat this dude down like, Brock beat him down, please that's just how I like to see it but I'm happy that Brock is back. I'm really happy that Brock is back. Um, People were saying,
2: "Oh, Hold on, let me get the voice ready. (laughs) Bro, listen to me.
1: Brock make moves like this all the time. He takes some time off, then comes back. And he was just ready to come back. WWE can't force Brock Lesnar to come back. He comes back when he feels like it. Do you not people? Do you people not understand that? That's why he's the baddest daggone wrestler on the planet. To me. calls his own shots. Makes his money. I remember the old school guys used to do that. People don't like talking about that stuff because they don't like talking about the old school guys. Because the old school guys made money. <laughs> A lot of these guys don't know how to do that. Brock does. That's how he keeps himself fresh. Brock makes you miss him. That's what I love about Brock Lesnar. I'll be missing that dude. Like, damn, dude, we need some Brock on this show. Now you got Brock as a baby face, this is going to be fun. I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. Now, people were saying Brock versus Cena because Brock came in there and beat up on John Cena after the show was over. Eh, No, this is definitely Brock versus Reigns. And um, and I've seen... A meme that said Brock, uh, Roman, Reigns, R- Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar and a custody of Paul Heyman match. Now, I start cracking up, but that's going to be the interesting part of the storyline. What happens with Paul Heyman? Because usually Paul turns on Brock Lesnar, you know, or something like that. I think he turned on for a big show. Who, who cares? Anyway, usually, you know, Paul would turn on Brock Lesnar. Um, I think Brock came at Paul when they had CM Punk, my memory is eh, sometimes. But um, still, this is the, what does Brock want? Does Brock just want to come in there and prove that he's the man and he's tired of Roman Reigns and, and you know, he's going to beat him down? Because I believe that if they have this feud, Roman's going over for damn sure. I mean, because they are building this dude up to be the guy who faces Rocky, The Rock, at WrestleMania, and he's going to beat The Rock. Roman's gonna be champion for a long time. I don't see no one beating him. If once he get through this Brock, uh, this Brock Lesnar feud, who's gonna beat him? There's no one believable right now to beat Roman Reigns, and I'm pretty sure Vince McMahon knows that. I'm telling you, Vince knows that. There's nobody on that roster right now. Maybe Lashley, maybe Lashley, but there's nobody on that roster right now that makes you say, "Damn, you know what?" Yeah, he could beat uh, Roman Reigns. After Brock Lesnar. So you set him up against The Rock. WrestleMania, he beats The Rock. One, two, three, in the middle of the ring, he proves that he's the most dominant force on the planet. Professional wrestling. He beats Cena, Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar, and then get to The Rock. Come on, man. I mean, he can't beat Hogan. Hogan ain't wrestling no more. So goddamn it, you know that ain't happening. This is all for Roman Reigns, and this shows me that the WWE they're going to they're, they're going to keep invested in Roman. You've seen Roman doing all the press pass week for Summer, Summer Slam. I've seen him on Get Up this morning, or uh, Get Up not this morning, but a few days ago. I think it was Friday. You know, uh, Friday morning, and I was like, "Oh, oh, Roman's on!" Just happened to turn. Oh, Roman's on! You know, I was a little surprised, but then I sat back and thought. I mean, I don't like the way they have their heel champion out there, the guy who's supposed to be mean out there doing all the press thing. I hate that. I really, I truly do. But I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to make him more visible to a wider audience. They want them casual fans. Why not Roman? Roman is the, look at him. He has the look. The chicks love him. The dudes want to be like him. Kids, shoot. They're afraid of him or they Respect him. You got everything in Roman. Right now as a heel champion,
2: Pfft,
1: come on, man. You keep this train rolling real- and do not, please, WWE, I'm begging you, please do not find a way to turn Paul Heyman on Roman and put Roman back as a baby face. No. then you're killing this whole gimmick. Maybe down the line you could do that. That's cool, but not right now. ain't happening. Roman, please don't let them do that. Roman, please don't let them do that. Because if they do that, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry a lot. But um, the only questions we have now is, you know, will will Brock Lesnar move needle a little bit to bring some some eyeballs back, storyline, or to Roman Reigns? Now, I think he can. And if they do this right, Brock Lesnar goes and does whatever he I mean, goes anywhere he wants. Does whatever he wants. Smackdown, Raw, don't matter. Dude could go on NXT if he wanted to, but here's the deal. Now, people are talking about may, they may get the dream match between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. I don't know how people feel about that, but me personally, it's okay. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm not going to lie. I'm not too, eh, you know, excited about that. I'm more excited about what they're doing Roman Reigns and how they brought Brock Lesnar in to do the job. Brock Lesnar's going to lay down for Roman Reigns. He's going to bow down to Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns is going to keep climbing that ladder to sit on top of that mountain as the greatest WWE champion of all time. Or whatever championship they call his belt. Anyway, still don't matter. He's still the champion to me. SmackDown's the number one show. He's the champion of the number one show. So, he's the man. Nothing against Bobby Lashley cuz I kind of like what they what they're doing about uh, with Bobby. Bobby it's kind of weird we have two heel champions on top. You know um of each company that's just weird. Something usually you have a a face, you know, but right now we got two dominant heel champions and they're doing really well on their part. You can't say they're not. It's what I respect. Look, people can say whatever they want about the WWE, but when they want to do it, they actually do it. They get stuff right when they feel like getting stuff right. That's why I keep telling people, y'all better relax. Y'all better sit back, keep y'all mouth shut. Y'all better stop talking bad on this old man because this old man got people under him who knows how to do this. Anytime he tells them to, trust me, he got people under him who knows how to do this. Look, I don't care what you can say about John Laurinaitis, but he's still got Michael Hayes in that you know what I'm saying? I know Jeff Jarrett's gone. I know he's. Uh, I think he uh, he resigned or he maybe got fired as a producer. Either way, Jeff Jarrett's gone, but they can bring him back. They got people. Vince can bring anybody back in that daggone place. Who knows how to run this business? Vince just understands that this is a business. Yes. People just don't they don't get it. They, they don't like Vince. I keep telling. I, yeah. It don't matter. He knows what to do when he needs to do it. Casual fans need to come back. He brings Brock back. That's what he does. Oh, he wants to bring some more back? Okay, let me call John Cena or let me call The Rock. These people are a phone call. Wait. Come on, guys. Don't underestimate them. And guess what? I love the way they use Lesnar, by the way. Does this mean, to me, really, another question, does this mean that the WWE is ready to fight AEW? Hell yeah. But we're going to talk about that a little bit. we want to talk about that a little bit. We got you. You know why? Because I'm getting tired of people talking about this is the WWE died on Friday night. Yeah. August 20th, two thousand. 21. They said the WWE that that night. We're going to talk about that after this break. Here you're listening to the Stefan Devereaux Show. Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Got more
2: to come after this.
1: How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested.
2: Hmm, it's
1: a question many women ask daily. Well, Amy North believes she has found the answer with How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. Weebly.com for more information. Amy says she has the answer, so find out there. A how to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. Weebly.com
2: You're listening
1: to Angle Kids 24-7 Radio. Angle Kids 24-7 Radio. Stephon Devereaux Show. Stefan Devereaux, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Guys, first and foremost, I want to say, you know, uh, thank you to the big man upstairs for the prayers and so forth that was sent for my man Bobby Fulton uh Bobby Fulton legend legend in this business uh one half of the fantastics man had some legendary battles battles with teams like the Midnight Express I mean like we we already know we lost Bobby Eaton you know a couple of weeks ago and um uh there was some stuff going on with Mr. Fulton but I want to say this Mr. Fulton right now <laughs> killing them on Facebook, (laughs) keep killing them, because we got some, as I call them, Tims, we got some toxic idiot marks, toxic idiot marks, who are out there, saying, WWE is dead, bruh, you know, I'm so tired of these people, I'm just, this is why, the wrestling business is yeah, some to me sometimes. It has nothing to do with the product because I can watch the shows and I mean, look, I watch WCW during the bad day so it don't. Make, and I'm talking be pre NWO, post NWO. So I'm just saying, I, I I've seen bad wrestling. I don't mind that. All right, give me a couple guys that can watch and relax. okay, I'm cool. Other than that, come on, man. But. I, no, no. I'll just get into it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. You guys, you're destroying me here. You're, 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 you're hurting me. Okay? Now, we know AEW is going to war. They're getting all the ammo to go at Vince McMahon and the WWE. We know that. But, I mean, let's, let me look at it. They got Andrade, Big Show, uh Christian Cage, CM Punk now, <laughs> Mark Henry, you know, Brian Danielson is supposedly coming in. I mean, they're going to war. They're going to war. The WWE they're starting to look at it like this. Hey, we gotta bring some guns in here too. And they brought in Cena, you know, uh Lesnar and Becky are back. You know, that should help because casual fans know these people, especially Lesnar and Cena. Casual fans know these people. They want to see these people. No, they, okay, I'm not saying that people don't want to see CM Punk. I swear to God, I'm not. And I don't. Well, you're so you're saying. Did you see what happened in Chicago, dude? It was his hometown. But I'm just saying, for this wait. but when people tell me that WWE is dead, dude, come on, bro. See, here's the funny thing about it. These wrestling fans look at the product. I get it. I get it. You may got. that's good. And then they destroy that for you guys, and it leaves only like 5%. I get it. I get it. But let's just be real here, people. Please, let's be real. The WWE is grossing almost $1 billion per year. They net. One, excuse me, a hundred, honey, said 100, it, a honey. And fifty million dollars. That's their profits in a year. Um hello. Companies like that, that's getting numbers like that, they don't go nowhere. They don't just walk away because some guy down in Jacksonville, Florida. He may be a billionaire, and he says, "You know what? Uh, yeah, we're just gonna walk away because he's a billionaire, and we're afraid of him." You know, we we don't. Dude, y'all act like Vince has never went up against a billionaire. Billionaire who had his own dad going full fledged platform, television, radio, print. People forget that a guy who. And he stood and stayed away from the business. That was probably one of the problems with Ted Turner was he, you know, trusted people to run the business back before Eric Bischoff got there. He trusted people who shouldn't have been trusted. Let's just say that. But the guy was still able to stay afloat. Eric Bischoff comes in. They do the big bath, as I call it, when he bought all the one talent. They do the big bath. And then after that, boom, luck. Now, Vince was able to overcome that. I'm pretty sure that he can overcome this right here. Let's be real. The guy's already set, his money's made. Yeah, he can retire and leave, he could resell the company. But this is a fighter, bro. Vince is a fighter. That's why I like and respect and love this man. He's a fighter. You rank you don't lose with fighters because guess what? They're, they're they, they'll stay to the last punch, finding ways to not hit that ground, and he'll still keep swinging. This is not a war yet, to me. This is somebody who wants a war, and Vince is like, "Gosh, leave me the hell alone! <laughs> I'm chilling over here, I'm making my money. Go make your money." They want to throw shots at him and blah blah blah. Come on, man, let it go. Here's the thing about AEW, and I want people to understand this. This is why I know. Understand this, please. AEW needs to expand their audience beyond what the WWE gets in order for them to actually really make some serious noise. Because no one paid attention to Nitro until Nitro started beating the hell out of Raw. That's the only way AEW is going to make some serious noise. They need to start beating the hell out of the WWE in the ratings. With the executives the television executives pay attention to the advertisers pay attention to the shareholders pay attention to shareholders like myself. Thank you. WWE. <laughs> Nick calls my man right now. I'm just saying that's my man. That's my man. I'm just saying. But anyway, only way. The WWE audience isn't just going to go and say, you know what? We're stop. We're going to stop watching it. and We're going to go because their audience is a lot different than AEW's. WWE has a casual fan base. You know, it's the majority of their fan base. It's casual. People come, hey, it's wrestling. You know, just turn it on and watch it for a little while. Blah, 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 blah. They're used to the characters. It's like Days of Our Lives. People have watched Days of Our Lives for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. They know the characters. They know the storylines never pretty much change. They won't change. (laughs) So they're used to it. No different than the WWE. So they're not, why, why are they going to go and say, well, let me go check out, you know, this show because CM Punk is on this show or Brian Daniels on this. It's different. See, people keep forgetting. Even though Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, they debuted, okay? Things were getting hot. It was starting to pick up steam. But it was the storyline that did that. If Scott Hall and Kevin Nash just came down and showed up and said, "Hey, I want to take on Sting," and that's Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, "Yeah, I'm gonna take on Lex Luger," blah 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 blah, and it's just two separate storylines. I mean, the fans wouldn't have bought that. They don't, they don't care. But what it was was they fought. These guys were really coming to take over. It was the storyline. That's how they were able to expand their audience to go beyond the WWE's and take some of the WWE's audience with them. They went out and got new fans, the fans who weren't watching wrestling anymore. AEW needs to do that. And has their booking has shown you, at least before then, Kevin Sullivan was doing some decent stuff. It wasn't the greatest, you know, but it was decent enough to keep people watching Nitro. AEW doesn't do that now. Like I told you, they're built off of moments. Not stories is what draws you money. Stories is what keep you in. People watch Days of Our Lives. They have a moment every day on show with a cliffhanger. And they have the big moment at the end of the week. But their storylines keep you so dead going, caught up into those story, into that show to when that big moment happens, it's like a yeah. Now when they reveal their bigger stories or their their long term stories, you know, you get that real moment. AEW doesn't do this. Give me a moment that you that you sat back and said out of a storyline, AEW did. And you said, Okay, damn, that was a good damn. I ask wrestling fans in the Facebook groups all the time, and one day I'm going to do that. I'm going to have a segment on my comments in the Facebook groups for these, these pro wrestling groups. Oh my goodness, fans. It's incredible. <laughs> Cause I don't know. I was about to cuss. I fight and I fight and I fight. Yes. Flag a lot too, by the way, but it's another story. <laughs> but AEW needs to expand their audience in order for them to be taken seriously. And they got to go and get fans that haven't watched, fans beyond the WWE fans. As you get those fans and just a little bit of the WWE's audience, you win. They can't do that. They haven't shown us. And last but not least, before we go to this quick break, these new stars showing up, in AEW the way they are. You're seeing a lot less guys like, I'm not seeing Orange Cassidy that much. I'm not seeing Sonny Kiss. Whatever happened to Sonny Kiss? Oh, I think you watch, you gotta watch the YouTube shows. Okay, cool. But I thought that these guys were gonna be the stars that they were gonna build around. Now, not the YouTube show. Oh. So, this is why I'm not seeing Adam Page anymore. Or they said he was, you know, something was happening, whatever. But still, this is why he got, like, kind of kicked down. This is before Punk. Now, let me ask you this question here. People, please answer this one. Answer this question for me, please. What happens when an Adam Page or an MJF is ready to be elevated? Are these guys, are you really going to elevate these guys? When you have a CM Punk or a Daniel Bryan on top, you got Kenny Omega, he's not going anywhere because he, he's an a EVP, a EVP. I mean, what do you want to do? Are they just going to sit back and relax? No. Remember what Chris Jericho did and other guys who left WCW, the younger guys who left WCW Because all the older guys were sitting on top of that ceiling. They wasn't letting them up. It was not letting them up that last. Nope. They got there, but right to the tip. And they wouldn't let them go any further. Those guys left. Went to WWE. Uh, Yeah. I could see that happening again. Yes, I can. So I'm just saying. These guys better watch out. Because it can happen again. You're listening to the Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Take a quick break. We come back. Got to do a lot of thanking. (laughs) Give you the update on the show from last night. And uh, give you the update on the next show. But Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Right back after this break. How to text a guy to
2: keep him interested? Hmm, it's a question many women
1: ask daily. Well, Amy North believes she has found the answer with How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. It's a new course that she has put together, and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. for more information. Amy says she has the answer, so find out there at How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested
2: You're listening
1: to Angry Kids 24/7 Radio. Angry Kids 24/7 Radio. Steph on Devereaux. Steph on Devereaux show. Angry Kids 24/7 Radio. We're back, man. Last night was so awesome. Last night was so awesome, um, man. I, I just the words. <laughs> I don't have the words right now, man. That's funny, dude. Who likes to talk a lot don't got the words. But I was just so amazed by the turnout that we had last night um, at the PWX Community Center. Uh, we, dude, we was up against SummerSlam and the Stiller game, and you know, we're from Pittsburgh. And, you know, how man, if you're not from Pittsburgh, you don't know. (laughs) I know we got Stiller fans all over the world, but I'm just saying, man. So um, it was a preseason game, Big Ben's first game. And uh, our fans, you know, we had a – I'll say we had a good house compared to what we was up against. And I was very, 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 very grateful to each and every one of those people who came out and showed us love last night. Oh, man, because it was, uh, man, I was like, dude, this is, uh, I was scared, um, because before, when the, shit, when the show was booked, there was no dates, there was no SummerSlam, you know, at the time, uh, and then there was uh, the Stiller game, no one really knew about that, um, I've seen the schedule, but still, you know, certain people don't look, I guess, but uh, I was like, okay, and it was a great turnout. It was a great turnout. Let me give you some of the results from last night. Um, thanks to my man Hank Hudson. Hank Hudson, uh, the voice of Pro Wrestling Express. Uh he does great results for us. And um I want to thank him again. Shout out to my man Hank Hudson. But uh we had to open up, we had we did a, a ten bell salute uh not one hurt too. We did a ten bell salute um for Dominic DiNucci, wrestling legend here in Pittsburgh and beyond. And uh the whole locker room came out, you know, I had to lead the charges the CEO of Pro Wrestling Express, I had to lead the charge. And um I was just I was proud of my guys. They came out and um they show love uh to a legend, a local legend and a guy who was uh trained <laughs> trained some some superstars, McFoley, Shane Douglas Uh, My man, Brian Anthony, you know, and plenty others. Brian Anthony, head trainer at Wrestling Express, uh, the the Academy, and so forth. But anyway, uh, first match opened up, we had Gusta Gartner. He took on uh, Bud Cassidy. He won that match, and uh, it was just a weird weird situation. Uh, I won't get into how he won that. Just got to watch the tape. Um, Superior G took on a metal assassin slice. Now, what I like about this, this was crazy. Now, look, seriously. So, look, Period G lost uh, a triple threat match last show. So, he came out to the ring, or he actually sent the promo in uh, in, on the PWX page. And he called Slice out. Didn't get no response, so he came to the ring. And he called Slice out again. And he offered Slice 200 bucks. Said if Slice can beat him, he'll pay him 200 bucks right now. Slice came out, took the challenge. And, uh, let's just say that he didn't get the 200 bucks, but he lost. (laughs) But anyway, uh, it was, it was, look, man, Superior G is just one of those dudes. I'm going to say, keep your eye on Slice is another one. I love Slice. Um, but Superior G, another guy say, keep your eyes on. Uh, so, but that was a good match. I don't know. Maybe we'll see him wrestle again. Who knows? But, um, we also had a tag team match, the Ram, Anthony Drake, and unorthodox Lestat. They took on uh, the collective Ampo the Destroyer and R.K. Sawyer. Now, you know, Ampo and R.K. Lost their, ti- lost their titles last show, and yeah, it just seems like they're not on the same page right now, especially when R.K. posted last night on his Facebook page. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, go to the PWX uh, Facebook page. PWX Pro Wrestling Shows and Training. I think the the link should be in the description, but um, what he posted on his page on that page last night was crazy. But um, well, we'll talk about that another time. Gusta Gardner uh, took on Jethro Cassidy. Now the reason why this happened was because Bud Cassidy uh, Jethro interfered in the Bud Cassidy versus Gus Gar- Gusta Gardner match, and he accidentally hit uh, Bud, I believe. But anyway, so I guess they were talking and running their mouth backstage. There was an argument for that, from what I understand, and Gus came out and called uh Jeff out and told Jeff he he can't beat um Gusta uh Gusta Gardner and blah blah blah. Next thing you know, Gusta Gardner came out and he won. <laughs> by <About> his qualification. <laughs> so I mean you just got to watch the tape, you know, when it comes when it uh goes up on the show. I mean on the page. Uh good match too, by the way. Um we had my man Lee Ortiz, JRU. Uh, Take on Thatch Rogers, and that was just, he just destroyed Thatch. I mean, I felt bad for the kid. That's just J. Rue, man. J. Rue's one of the toughest dudes in the area. J. Rue's like a 23 year vet. I mean, yeah, dude, he hurts people. Um, Then you had me, I had to come out and I introduced our new CEO of Angel Gate Women's Wrestling, uh, Miss Jasmine. And she came to the ring, man. This girl, I mean, I thought I was about to do an interview. She just took the microphone and started doing her thing, and I'm like, okay, cool, I don't have to do much. You know, I hate interviewing people anyway, you know, live and so forth. Uh, people know that as far as uh, in the ring. Is, uh, hey, I don't mind doing my thing, but god damn it, Brian, sitting there trying to talk to you. Um, But it was just funny. She just gave me, took the microphone and blah, blah, blah. She went off. But here's the deal. this was The craziest part was uh, Chickie Chick, uh, some girl named Kenzie just comes out, and now look, I can't say it's some girl named Kenzie because, yes, I do know her, and I don't want to get into it right now. I've already been hacked. Uh, questions. Courtney Wood has already asked me questions about it. I don't know where the hell this girl's getting her information, by the way. I mean, I know there's got to be some leaks, but God damn it, man, I don't understand these people. There are too many damn rumors. This is what I'm talking about. People like Dave Meltzer and Courtney Woods, people like that are cancer to this business. Here sure, she's a reporter, anyway. But uh, Kenzie came out and she accused Jasmine of stealing her job, and Jasmine was like, "I didn't steal your job." And uh, they went back and forth for a minute. Kenzie just snapped into her and, and said some really mean words, uh, and I was really disappointed in Kenzie. She said some really, you know, mean words um, to Jasmine and. Jasmine smacked her. <laughs> that's the fact. Jasmine just smacked her. It was like smack. <laughs> if I'm dead serious. She just smacked her. I mean, so we had to break them up, and O'Reilly Chambers came out, which I didn't. I don't understand why O'Reilly has such a beef with me. All I'm trying to do is doing. I'm doing my job as the CEO, and that's anyway. He came out, had a few words, and uh, of course he walked away because you know did you know. I mean, let's be real. I got security, bro. Understand that. My security is lethal. They know jujitsu, my man. Anyway, uh, we had a six-man tag match. Well, it was supposed to be a six-man tag match. Um, Two out of three. Excuse me. It turned into a two-on-three handicap match. Um, Yeah, Sinborn and Warren Bodine, and I'll get into that next week. Uh, Warren Bodine of Fight Society. They took on the PWX Tag Team Champions, the Pop Culture Sensations, and Aaron Connors. Um, Simborn, yeah, they won that match. Um, I'm going to get into this match a little bit later uh, next week or Next week because I'm going to try to get one of these guys on the show. Uh, hopefully the captain. I like the captain. He's really cool. But anyway, we'll talk about that uh, next week. Um, and then main event, we had a no-rules grudge match. Thunder Bear and my man, the regent, Joshua Clavad, defeated the plague of Corvus.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, I was very happy about that because I'm tired of my man O'Reilly Chambers. And I hate to say it like that because it just gets on my nerves. I um, respect the dude's work ethic in that ring. And he, he, you know what I'm saying? But what he does, he doesn't have to do the extra stuff. Like what he did to our, to Joshua at the last show, and he, you know, when he, he hung the guy. Do I got kids there, bro. We got kids in this daggone building who love this sport, and they don't need to be seeing stuff like this. But Josh took care of business th- last night. He and Thunderbeer, and I tagged matched Some fans, they were so excited, man. I think that was the loudest pop I heard all night, man. But um, the next show, man, just <laughs> can't wait. September 18th, yeah, PWX Community Center, 2125 Beacon Street, Chaseport, PA, 15132 doors open at 630 Bell Time 7 o'clock front row admission fifteen dollars in advance twenty dollars at the door general admission fifteen dollars kids ten and under eight dollars you can go to PWX Pro Wrestling Shows and Training for more information. Can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait. Now we'll say this. I better be seeing Th- – Thunderbear grabbed that title last night in that match. He had a chance to pick up a Rally Chambers title. And the look in his eyes, the look on his face, bro, I don't know. I don't know. Is looking for a title shot? I don't know. I See, Thunderbear's a guy, he's just so humble. I don't think he would be a guy to ask for a title shot. I mean, you would have to force them into that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm being real, but I don't know. I'm going to have to get to the bottom of that as well. But uh, you're listening to The Step One, Debra Show. I want to thank you for joining me. And uh, everybody, have a safe week. I'll be back. how to text a guy.